Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Second Opinion Podcast. It is your boy, Celeb, back again. Uh, it's been about two weeks since we've had a podcast. We planned on doing one while we were at E3, but things got pretty busy. So I'm joined by my partner, Crime Bolts. What's up, bro? <laughs> what's up, dude? How are you? Well, I'm like too happy right now. Uh, well, you're just like... The best opinion of the podcast. Two weeks at E3 and we were busy. What the fuck is wrong with you, bro? I'm excited to be back, bro. That's it, man. Like, we've, we've sat here and recorded, like, four fucking audio things back to back. And worked I on all shit. So I was here. I was here the whole time. <laughs> so, guys, this is going to be uh, kind of like a, a rep retrospective, like, impressions on our time at e3 2019 um we had a lot of fun we met a lot of people and we played a lot of fucking video games so let's go ahead and jump into it bro um first and foremost we checked out ea play the first day we were there um you played some madden 20 um and you seemed to like it kind of um i mean yeah uh, it's, it's madden it's ea um at this point the light flashes and we all die. Yeah. <laughs> um, at this point in, in 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 the sports world, there's not much you can do to really alter to make the game look better. It's 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 pretty much at its pinnacle on this on this current gen console. Um, you're getting pretty much the same of what you get in every match. Um, I will say that some some of the gameplays uh, physics were a little bit smoother. Um, like running the ball, tackling, uh, catching the ball, and uh, and swatting the ball. Um, they, they they kind of def redefined that, you know, etched it up, uh, made it a lot bit smoother. No more, you know, um, it's just it, it just felt crisp. It felt better. Um, I will say this: I'm the the biggest thing that I was ready for, and I got to see a little bit of, was the introduction of college football back into EA. Um. In the uh, in, in kind of like the career mode, like uh, if you if you play MLB the Show, you play. Uh, I'm sure you've had your hands on an, um, the road to the show, where you build your character from the minor leagues all the way up until you know Hall of Fame status, depending on how good you are. Well, in this Madden, they brought back college football playoff. Um, they're going to introduce like like ten to twelve teams, um, where you can assign a player your player to that team. You go through the college football playoff, you get drafted, and then you progress through your career. Um, like I said, I'm super excited about that part because that gives me an idea, hopefully no false hope, that EA, NCAA, college football, 2000, whatever, hopefully 2021, is around the corner and will be presented next. Um, that's what I was mostly excited for because of the introduction back to college football. Yeah. But Madden is Madden. You're going to get Madden. Um, it's going to have its loyal fans follow regardless of if it's great, if it's shitty, whatnot. Um, but, I mean, overall, once again, year in, year out, EA puts out the best football game, Madden, impressed as usual. Yeah. Um, well, I got to check out Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, watch the Is that about, a Star Wars game? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Seems a little different than what we've seen before. Um, got to check out Jedi Fallen Order, bro. That shit was amazing. It was really, really great. You take, uh, you you play as a young Jedi that escaped the attack upon the Jedi Temple, um, and it's years, it's a couple years after the attack, and it's actually this takes place, I think, in between 
Oh man. I don't know if it's in between if it's about the time of New Hope and Empire. It's kind of like I think it, I don't know, bro. I'm pretty sure it's in in the middle of uh, of the original saga. So I got you. Um, I got you. Because you could tell like like all the all the characters. No, actually, yes, it is around the time of it's around the time of New Hope and Empire, somewhere around there. Because um, Iden Versio and and um, all them have taken the the Death Star plans around. I got around you. This time. Okay. So, okay. Anyways, so you play as a young Jedi Padawan and you take on the Empire. Um, and uh, it was such a great experience. There's a traversal through a lake mode uh, or a little lake. You crawl on top of a Imperial Walker, get inside of it. You're able to control it, take on other walkers, shoot down certain ships. Uh, you see um, Saw Guerrera. He jumps on the front of your walker. Was like, "Who are you? We must meet up and talk." And that was fucking crazy too. Um, but the overall gameplay style looks amazing. The lightsaber battles look really crisp, nice, uh, real clean fighting style. It kind of has that feel that, like, while I was watching, I'm, I felt real giddy, like I did whenever I played the Star Wars Force Unleashed the first time. Right. Um, so. Uh, I'm very excited to see what they're going to do with this. Are we going to see uh, Darth Vader in this game? Are we going to see the Emperor? Are we going to see Luke Skywalker? Who knows? Uh, they could really do a lot with this series, and I'm very excited. Um, I would love to see this game turned into a three-part trilogy, which would be fantastic. So, um, anyways, uh, moving on from... Well, EA Play as a whole was cool, um, but I don't know, man. Like... What do you think? Like, it, it was cool, but I think it was more... It was, like, super all about the fans, which was awesome. Um, they showed off, like, a bunch of gameplay for the new Sims game, and there was, like, 20,000 little, like, young women down <laughs> right, there that were like, right. Ah, mermaids! <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much how that went, y'all. It was so crazy. I don't think me and Bolts really knew there were so many people, like, sitting down there until that little fin flapped up on the screen. And they showed it was a mermaid, and like there was like twenty screams from young girls down there. They were like, "Oh my god!" That's it, man. Oh, dude. Uh, but what do you overall like with the presentation of like you know Battlefield, Madden, uh, FIFA? They had like the live FIFA soccer players there. Um, what did you think about EA Play? Um, it w- it wasn't bad. I think it's 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 hard to enjoy um, the video game world in California. Um, with the sun beating down on you, I I, I know it's EA Sports. Everything's got to be outside, so on and so forth. For the you know for for, for the most part, I mean, but um, it, it it was it was it was all right. It was all right. It was all right. <laughs> it was all right. Um, I agree with you, Bolts. I actually think I think it was an okay event, but I think it would have been something more enjoyable inside. You know what I'm saying? Like they could have easily done. They could have, and I'm not saying that just because it was the sun, but like they could have easily done like a soccer arena inside. You know, I, I think you know it's just when you got that many people, and you know a lot of them were standing in line for quite some time. Yes, getting bro. baked and stuff like that. Yes, it's just one of those things that take in consideration. We you know? were there for hours, and uh, when we left. I saw some people in line that I saw that morning when we were going to the exactly, event. Exactly, exactly. So that really sucks for some of those kids and stuff that were standing outside that entire time. So yep. they could have easily found, I think they could have easily found an area 
that could have been inside, or they could have done something like the the mixer area to where it was all like domed in. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, uh, moving on from that, I checked out Crash Team Racing, um, and I'm going to tell you guys, it is definitely something you need to put on your radar. Um, Crash Team Racing Day One has a total of like 25 characters you can play with. You can unlock these characters with Wumpa coins. Um, you have a ton of characters to play with, a ton of levels to, to play around in. Um, you have the Grand Prix mode, which is coming soon. Uh, the game launches on the 21st, um, so definitely make sure to check out my review, which is going to launch that day. But overall, I have to say that I was very impressed with this game. The visual aspects and visual representation of this game were awesome. Uh, now, Bolts, you got to play a little bit of it while we're at EA, uh, or EA, E3. What did you think about the overall like visuals of the game? I said EA. I know. <laughs> no, um, it was it was a fun game to play. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's you can't you can't really go wrong in my eyes. Um, in my opinion, you can't really mess it up. <laughs> I was joking with that. I was like, dude, whole like cutthroat <laughs> sign at him. I was like, Bitch. Um, but you know, overall, I mean, you can customize a car, you can customize your character, you can do this, you can do that. Crash Bandicoot World via vehicles. Yeah. Um. But I mean, it was fun. It yeah. was fun for a cart ba- for a cart based game. It was, yeah. It's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah, mind yeah. you guys, listen. You guys know Bolts. If y'all listen to the podcast, you know that Bolts just cart games aren't his thing. No, I'm very picky about what I play. Y'all, <laughs> y'all have to picky. understand. Like while we were playing, he was like, "Okay, okay, I got." Him. I was like, "Well, it was pretty cool, right?" You're like, "Yeah, it's it cool, man." I'm like, Bolts. Was it cool or not? You're like, bro, you know how I am. You know the type of games I play. I'm like, I know, man. I forget. So, um, But I really enjoyed my time with the game. I got to play over 30 minutes of it. And right now, your boy Caleb has been playing it uh, as his review. My review is coming very soon. I'm very excited uh, to get this, guys, uh, get this review out to you guys and let you know how amazing this game is. And I got to give a big shout out to uh, Beanox uh, and the Activision team. For being so amazing uh it actually got one of our best of e3 nomination awards um we really really loved our time and what we spent um now moving on from that i gotta say the xbox press conference was something fucking weird bro like bro it was so crazy weird um real quick what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna list all the stuff that was announced and then we're gonna kind of talk about it so well let's just okay I mean, let's just do this real quick um announce it Okay, but if you want to save yourself time, just go to E3 2018 and you will see exactly what was that 2019. Oh, my God, bro. So true, man. All right. So Microsoft revealed uh, the kind of like information, I guess, about Scarlet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they sure did, guys. New Xbox named Scarlet. Yeah. New Xbox coming in the holiday 2020 is going to be more powerful than PlayStation 5. Four times, what would they say? Four times more powerful Four. than the Xbox One X? Yeah. Okay. What was the point? I don't know. Bro, bro, bro like, I, I'm I so know. confused. Yeah, I like, don't know. Listen, guys, I was so wrapped up in the hype. Like, I went and I watched it. And listen, we got nothing but love for Xbox over here. Like, you know that, Bolts. Like, we love Xbox. But... I was so confused. Like I was totally wrapped up in like everything I was seeing because it's such you like if you're there, it's such a big presentation. You know what I'm saying? You got all this shit going on on the screens. You have you your people- own Microsoft theater for crying out loud. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. 
Yeah. So it was it was huge, man. And like you're watching, you're like, man, this is so crazy, dude. Um, and they they show off the uh, they announce Scarlet's coming, and it's gonna be four times more powerful, and that's it. We don't see Scarlet. We don't actual see full specs. We saw a trailer for it. Yep. Of how it's gonna be better. It's oh, fluff, bro. I, I'm, uh, it was total fluff. It was like the same thing we saw last year. So I just don't understand. I was just confused as a consumer and as um, part of the media. I was like, why? Why didn't we see? Why didn't we see a system? Why didn't we see an actual name for the for the system? Um, you know, I mean, we, we saw saw it was Xbox Scarlet, but still, it's like, what the fuck, like. It, it, they didn't. They didn't give us anything. They gave yeah, us a name. They said four times more powerful, and they're like, "Run with it, homies." Yeah, and that was it. Uh, the only just... other thing for Scarlet that we got is that Halo Infinite is releasing on Scarlet, um, and we didn't get any gameplay. We got like a pre-cut gameplay trailer the, of of uh, <laughs> of Master Chief having a conversation with a dude that was stuck on a ship. And that's it. And I mean, yes, it looked really good, but like, I just wish we would have got gameplay from that. Man. Uh, who who um, are you preaching to, bro? The other thing, uh, even though it was leaked, we did get the announcement of Elden Rings, uh, the J.R.R. Martin game that's coming from From Software. Um, I'm excited about it. It looks weird and crazy. Um, I'm, I, you know what? We just saw like, like a, like a, like a little rectal Reef. itch of what that yeah. game was. Um, and. I'm. I want it to be fucking great, yeah. so bad. Yeah. I really want it to be great. You know, the writer, the developer. I want that shit to be amazing. I really do. Yeah. Um. Then we got the announcement that X Cloud launches in October, um, which was cool. Um. I have to see. Uh. I have to see a little bit more to really kind of get into it. I have to agree with that. Um. Uh. Outer Worlds uh, is releasing October twenty fifth. Uh, which is the same exact day as Call of Duty Modern Warfare. <laughs> Better watch it. <laughs> that's a, yep. I didn't even think about that until now. But that's a tight release date to launch. Maybe push it off a week. Yeah. That's that's going to be tough, man. Because yeah. Listen, we saw Outer Worlds gameplay. We saw 25 minutes of Outer Worlds gameplay uh, in our, um, our scheduled appointment. It was fantastic. But... You're, you're, this is a relaunch of Call of Duty Modern Warfare. You're, 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 you're competing with the with, with, with the with the boss, brother. Yeah, yeah. So maybe push it off just five days, man. Five days ain't gonna hurt nobody. That's so, very true. Um, then uh, Bolts was pretty excited about this. Uh, they showed off the new Xbox One Elite controller, um, which looked pretty nice. Uh, yeah. I, see if, I-, I mean, you know, if, I mean, that's got some. Let me tell you something. The Xbox One Elite controller, the Series One and Series Two, or Gen One, Gen Two, mm-hmm. however you want to portray it, um, it's 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 truly a badass controller. And the Series Two next gen that's coming out, Gen Two, I mean, it, it's going down to the depths of of you're able to tighten the torque on the analogs for crying out loud. I mean, it's getting down to some 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 awesome stuff. Um, and if you if 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 you're in if you're in the gaming world and 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 you take your your online play, your first-person shooters to a serious note, you and if you want to fork over the price, I would seriously invest in one. Yeah, I agree. Um, another great thing that was really cool was Cyberpunk 2077. They announced that the game is coming out April 16, 2020, and we got to fucking see Keanu Reeves. 
That was awesome. Yeah, it wasn't bad. <laughs> you and me both stood up. We were <laughs> like, yeah! It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah, it was pretty fucking cool to see him like in person. So, um, Gears 5. I'm like totally, I don't know what to say about Gears 5. Honestly, I can tell I'm, you exactly what we can say about I'm Gears 5. I'm fucking last. shocked. You can actually go, what the fuck? I'm shocked. I no. really expected us to see gameplay. I expected us, yes, listen, we had other appointments that we had to do, so we couldn't go to Microsoft um, after the event and check out the game. So, like, what a, I, 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 my biggest thing is, like, what about the consumer? Why did we not see gameplay showcased at the actual event? Like, the announcement that they're, they're going to show off gameplay in July and then in August, and then the game comes out September 10th, it doesn't make any sense to me, dude. Like, you should have showcased 10 minutes of story gameplay. I, I understand, dude. I, I I don't get it. I don't understand. There was nothing. There was nothing. It was, it was nothing. Exactly yeah. what the fuck it was. It, it was... Ugh. It, it, it was it was all, all aggravating. They, it, all they gave us was, hey, the story will be longer than any other gears ever, and that's it. Here's a here's a trailer for the story, and we're coming out with a new mode called Escape, and it's three players. And oh, by the way, Terminator is going to be in the game. Exactly, and and that's is what that's what the fuck you got. And we had a weird thing that we're like, hey, Xavier Woods, AJ Styles, and whatever his name. Or yeah. they're downstairs below the stage playing the game right now. I just it made no sense to me, dude, at all. Yeah, um, it was it was super mind boggling. Yeah, Borderlands Two DLC tie into Borderlands Three was announced, which is pretty cool. It's available right now for free for anybody that wants to play it. So go to the PlayStation Store, Xbox Store, download it. Um, hey, people, free DLC. Go free and DLC play it. That connects to the new game. Go okay. play it, man. Um, actually, this was kind of like cool looking forza horizon four or forza forza <laughs> horizon four lego dlc was announced looks pretty crazy yeah <laughs> um this is big news right here though fantasy star 2 online is coming to the west and it is coming to xbox and spring of 2020 bolts you were fucking tripping about this well fantasy star yeah. absolutely uh if you played sega genesis back in the day with us, with, with, the with fantasy us, star or with whatever, us, with us old folks, yeah, not really old, but you know, 30, 40 year olds. <laughs> um, fantasy star was was a big, big hit on the Sega Genesis, and this is this is, fantasy star is really huge over in the east, and I'm really, really excited about yeah. it coming. Yeah. I really am. It's gonna be awesome. Um, which you know, the original <sighs> fantasy star on Genesis was a little. It's obviously different than the fantasy star online, but it's still it's it's that lineage that that Sega has has pulled across yes. and this is a big fucking title guys like really big title so definitely make sure to check it out really big for sega yeah really big for sega so big shout outs to them uh ninja theories bleeding edge total like it was it was leaked beforehand but it was uh, a shocker like it looks like it's gonna be really fucking fun yeah um it's kind of a it's it's it's, it's off the, it's off the wall four versus four um, it focuses a lot on the melee style, you know, which is really cool because it gets you up close and personal. Mm -hmm. um, it's got that really, it's it's got that uh, that kind of Borderlands esque feel to it, kind yeah. of off the wall, bizarre. So yeah, I'm 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 excited to see what uh what, what's going on. Yeah, me too. Um, it it it, it kind of like what Bolt said. It has that Borderlands feel, but it's got the Overwatch feel as well. 
four player uh, or four v four online gameplay. Uh, the alpha is actually happening at the end of this month. So if you are an Xbox fan um, or someone on PC, I think it's coming to both. Uh, definitely make sure to check it out. Ninja Theory is a fantastic company. Made games like DMC Devil May Cry, uh, Heavenly Sword. Um, I mean, they, they made some good stuff. So, you know, Bleeding Edge would definitely be something to consider. It's that art style. Art, Absolutely. That art style was fucking sick. Yes, man. it was. Um, shocker for me right now. Totally shocked by this. And I'm hoping, I think from what they said, it is coming to PlayStation 4. So I'm fucking ready for this. Microsoft has announced that Minecraft Dungeons is coming out. And bro... I'm I'm like so excited for this game. It is a total fucking shock to me. Minecraft Dungeons is actually a kind of a kind of a Diablo style dungeon Minecraft title um, that obviously I, I know that they won't say it, but it's obviously um, to keep people around in the Minecraft world instead of going and playing a game like Highlands or High Tip. Is it High Tip? Is it Hytale? Yes. I said Hytale. Hytale is a game that is being made by Hytale Interactive. Yes. What? No, High Pixel. High Pixel. Um, and it looks really good. It's like a actual action style, action adventure style, Minecraft style game. Mm -hmm. um, and then just out of coincidence, this is announced. So I can't not help but feel like this is kind of to take it on. Um, but. At first, whenever I saw the creature pop up on the screen, I was like, okay, it's a Minecraft add-on or whatever. But it's an over-the-top, like, angled-down Diablo-style Diablo exactly. Minecraft game. And I will play the fucking shit out and, of and it. And, and, and it's multiplayer, too. So Exactly. Four-player co-op. That's It's going to um, be great, It's going to have classes. Yep. Um, it's going to have everything, bro. And I am so ready for this game, dude. I'm so, so ready for this game. Um, and like I said, it is coming. Um, it's coming uh, to PlayStation 4. It's coming to Xbox. Um, from what we were told, it's coming in spring 2020. It's going to be four-player local and online co-op. I'm very, very excited for the for the release of this title, um, as you can tell. Um, also, they showed off real quick hits. They showed off Battletoads. Kind of a weird art style. You know, for Battletoads, you know, a lot know, of people, were, a lot of people were hooping and hollering, but I just think it's because of the name. Yeah, I, I don't think I'll be playing this. Yeah, the Battletoads game is something that we've wanted for some time, but that art style is just a little strange to me. Um, they showed off more Jedi Fallen Order. Um, they also announced that Microsoft has bought Double Fine Studios, which is pretty huge. Um, one of the biggest things right here, though, Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition is coming to Xbox. Um, and uh, to that, your RTS lovers, oh bro, it looks so. It was it's it, hey, Age of Empires. I, it, it's it's one of those it's one of those games that starts that started a uh, a, a run of greatness. That is the RTS style. That's man. right, dude. That's totally true. So me and Bolts were pretty fucking excited for the announcement of that game, um, especially with it being the definitive edition. <clears throat> totally, and I'm gonna buy it on your laptop so I could play it. Oh, are you really? Okay. <laughs> Whatever, if you buy it, I'll play it here. I'll do this. Oh, I hate you. I love you at the same time. So, uh, the Bethesda press conference is what we saw after that. Um, and which, surprisingly, we got over there in super quick time. 
um, which it was down the street at the um, it was down the street at the shrine. shrine. Uh, it took us no time to get there, and big shout out to my friend Sean, uh, one of the influence managers at Bethesda, getting us some pretty fucking awesome tickets like right up front on yeah. the stage. Um, but it was so crazy, man. Uh, some of the games that were announced were uh, kind of shockers. But one of the first things that, that was, of course, talked about was Fallout 76, as we knew it was going to be. Fallout 76 is getting a new free update that will add not Boy, only... Boy, do we have a story about Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so um, like, the they're getting up. a... It's like a nuclear winter... Um, it's called Nuclear Winter, and it's a Battle Royale-style version of the game, uh, which looks pretty fucking cool. Um, then they're also adding new main quest later this fall, and they are doing um, a pretty crazy thing, uh, adding NPCs back into the game, which is fucking huge. All the characters that originally left after the nuclear fallout are coming back to Appalachia, um, and this is huge, bro. I mean, this is huge. It's really huge, y'all. It's look. Um, I am one of the biggest advocators for the Fallout seventy six being like one of the worst games of the decade. Um, I know there, and and it, it will start out that way, and it's gonna have it has a lot of ground to make up, in my opinion. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I know some of you guys are out there playing it, and you're playing it through your heart's tent, and you love it, and more power to you. Um, but NPCs, the way Fallout has has always been and should have been, with without question. I know you went out there and you went out on the branch and you stepped out there and said, "Hey, we're gonna try." Excuse Something me. New. We're gonna try this and this is how it's gonna do. And that branch broke and you fell and hit every ugly stick on the way down. Um, but props to you for coming and realizing and listening. Uh, to me, it's 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 a little too late. Um, well, that's just me. That's wow. me. So, um, but hey, hey, congrats and thank you for at least listening to to the fans on this issue. Yeah, they really did listen to the fans on this. And I think, I don't think it's too late. I just wish that originally they would have launched something like, um, if you choose a certain class, your character will be an NPC in the game. Or like, you know, you'll take the role of an NPC. Like, the, given, give the players the ability of playing. Like, if somebody wanted to play Jim that was running a gas station in Avalanche, you know, like, you should be able to have the... If, if there was going to be no NPCs, then players should be able to take over. So that's what the the the, the actual community did. Uh, they got to the point to where there was a lot of people out there that would like, if you were new to the game, they would show you local areas to be, or they would be NPCs themselves and stay in certain areas. Like they would spawn and just stand there all day waiting for somebody to come up, which is fucking crazy. That shows the type of love the community still has for this game. So the fact that Bethesda listened and is bringing NPCs back is, is huge to me. So then we saw fucking Doom Eternal, baby. And wow, 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 was it unbelievable. We not only saw the new story trailer for the game, we got to see like fucking, what, 15, 20 minutes of the gameplay bolts? Somewhere yeah, around there? Yeah. And dude, I'm going to tell you right now, the game looks great. Of course, the demons have taken over Earth, and we're going to find out more about the Doom Slayer in this game than what we have found out in a long time. Um, as a good friend of mine, uh, two good friends of mine, uh, Hugo and Marty Stratton, um, <laughs> Hugo Martin and, and, and Marty Stratton from id Software said, 
Um, the game not only will showcase who kind of who is behind the Doom Slayer, but like it's gonna have more lore in this game than any Doom game has ever had before. And I'm so fucking ready, dude. Like these guys are bringing Doom, taking Doom in the direction that it has needed for some time. Now, mind you, I am a huge Doom fan. I love Doom. I love every Doom game. I think they're all fantastic. The one thing that has always felt lacking to me is a full story of like who the fuck is the Doom Slayer? You know what I'm saying? Because yep. before it was just the Doom guy. Like that's it. Just you know, the Doom guy. Now, just... now he is the fucking Slayer, bro. Like he is the Doom Slayer. He's taking on all these demons by himself. And we're gonna find out where, like, kind of like where he came from. So they also announced a battle, uh, uh, a multiplayer mode called uh, Battle Mode, which has two players controlling a demon and one player controlling the Doom Slayer. So. Um, I, I'm just excited to see what they're going to fucking do with this, bro. And it launches November 22nd. You know your boy Celeb is going to be playing it. Um, and hopefully there's going to be some way I'm going to be able to get a collector's edition. They're super <laughs> tied up right now, but I got to get that fucking helmet in my collection. So um, also another thing they showcase is that Elder Scrolls Blades is coming to Nintendo Switch. I'm excited for that. For anybody on the Switch, it's going to be free. Uh, it's coming out later this fall. Um, they did also announce that June 27th, Moons of Elsewhere or Elsewhere is coming to Elder Scrolls Legends. Um, I'm sure Bolts will play that eventually. Um, they also announced that Bethesda's hard at work at Elder Scrolls 6, and they didn't show us anything of it. So um, they showed off a new DLC called Scalebreaker and Dragon Rider or something like that for Elder Scrolls Online, uh, which we're excited for. They did showcase Commander Keen, which is a mobile game. And I do have to say, I agree with what uh, somebody said online. Um, I, I do agree with what somebody said online. You have to understand that Bethesda is not... Bethesda is... There's there's Bethesda, okay, first off. Bethesda Softworks, which owns all the other conglomerate companies. Then there's Bethesda Game Studios. Then there's id Software Machine Games, blah, 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 blah. So people are like, why the fuck would Bethesda Game Studios make a Commander Keen game that's a fucking mobile game? For all we even know, Bethesda Softworks was working on this game with someone else, first off. Secondly, let's not hate on it until we try it, okay? This is a mobile title and, and, and that has a new style of gameplay. Go ahead. And second of all, once again, like I say this many, 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 many times over, 99% of, of, of people in this world have their phone in their hand. Exactly. This is a money grub. They're going to get it. Some people will play it. You know, it, it, there's, there's, there's three and a half billion people on this earth. Yeah. Just imagine if only, say, 100,000 people get it. I mean, come on. Just, I'm just telling Bro, you. Bro, people are going to play it because, like, we've seen the last two Bethesda titles that have come to mobile uh, were when they launched were the top mobile games on not just iTunes but also on the Google Play Store. Yes. So people are gonna get it. They're gonna play it. They're gonna love it. So they also announced some more stuff coming to Rage Two with a new expansion called Rise of the Ghost, which is a new clan that you can fight in the game world. Um, they did <coughs> <coughs> two pretty big shockers to me in Bolt. Um, Arcane Studios announced that they're coming out with a new game called Deathloop, which you're set on this island and uh, literally, like, if you die, you come back to life and that's it. 
Like you have to figure out why the fuck you keep dying. What's going on with this island? Um, you, it's like you facing off against somebody else is the main story. And um, from what it seems, it's going to be pretty fucking great. Oh yeah, it looks really awesome. And uh, when, when it came up and it was revealing what it was doing, there's a, there's a show on Netflix. It's called Se- uh, Sex, Love, and Robots. Oh yeah. And there's one. And there's this one little show. And and it and it's it accumulates about like 15, 20 minute little short little short films and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um. And there's one. And there's one little episode where it's a loop of where this this dude wakes up, looks like he's killed this girl, and it goes through. And then he looks across the hallway and he sees the girl killing him. It's just, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's funky. like a total death. Loop. It's, it's, it's like really, that. it's really cool. Check that out. But this, this game definitely reminds me a lot of that little uh, tiny yeah. episode. Yeah. So, um, and then the announcement that, um, Shinji Mikami and, uh, Tango Gameworks was not working on Evil Within 3. They're working on a new title called Ghost Wire Tokyo. Super crazy, super sci-fi. Um, it looks like uh, it almost looked like uh, Revelation-style shit in this game. People just start disappearing. Uh, nobody knows what is going on. Then you see these crazy, like zombie-style characters that, like, one of them points his hand down at a human that's kind of like trying to back up and makes them disappear. You see this, uh, you know, whatever uh, this rogue dude kind of come out of nowhere with like a bow and arrow with like crazy powers. It just looks fucking nuts. I mean, it looks like a mind fuck. Exactly. And that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So, um, I'm really excited to see what is going to come of this game. It's a new action adventure title. Um, that obviously, you know, is going to be amazing, especially since it's fucking Shinji Mikami. So I cannot wait to see what is to come of this. Um, they also showed off some Wolfenstein Youngblood as well. They showed off some gameplay of it. It looks great. It's going to be co-op. It's going to be 39 bucks. Two-player co-op, Two man. Two-player fucking co-op. We're very excited for that. So then we went to the Bethesda party. We had a lot of fun. Talked to a lot of people. Um, what? Slow down, bro. You're talking like 100 oh. million miles an hour. <laughs> uh, well, we went to the Bethesda party. We had a lot of fun. We saw a lot of people. Um, and overall, it was a pretty great presentation. Had some sugar water. Had some oh yeah we had the what was it it was called the the moons of moon El- sugar or yeah moon sugar yeah 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 so they were they had a they had a Jones soda themed um, soda that was based around Elder Scrolls Online yeah the uh, the the elsewhere yeah elsewhere yeah, yeah elsewhere so um, and it was moon sugar and it was it was pretty good it was unique it was a weird flavor it was something else yeah so uh, hopefully they'll have more of them at uh, QuakeCon this year so. Um, and that's another thing we can lead into too. Uh, we will be at QuakeCon 2019 um, uh, or DoomCon 2019. DoomCon, uh, We can't wait to check out uh, what they are going to showcase uh, at the event. So um, be ready because Cinelinks is going to be there, baby. Um, all right. So after that, um, with all that being said, <sighs> the first day of the event uh, on June 11th, we uh, were able to check out um, some pretty crazy stuff. So on June 11th, we got to <laughs> on June 11th, we got to kind of just walk around. Me and Bolts did it first. I got to check out Doom 
uh, story mode gameplay. Uh, played it for about 20 minutes, and I loved every fucking minute of it. It was super fast-paced. It was unbelievable. More gore than I've ever seen in a game outside of, like, Mortal Kombat. And I've just... I fell in love with this game over and over and over again while I was playing. I'm so proud of the id Software team for everything they've done with this title. Because I'm telling you right now, you got something fucking special on your hands. This game is going to be fucking amazing. So while I was playing that, and of course drooling while I was playing, my boy Bolts went over there and played Borderlands 3. What? what? So what'd you think about that, bro? Oh man, it was it, it was it's it's everything you expect from a Borderlands title. Yeah, and and it, it's it's everything great from the series and added some new so some new new here and there. Um, I just I I I, I love the Borderlands series, the game itself. Yeah, um, high octane, massive weaponry, um, big badass characters to to slay, new, new four new vault vault hunters to play with. Um, a new a, a, a new enemy the the Calypso twins um, they bring it back some of the some of the great characters of Tiny Tina Mordecai Brick for crying out loud it's just it was man it was just a lot of fun I enjoyed yeah. the hell out of it well I'm glad you you enjoyed that game so we actually gave Doom Eternal and gave Borderlands three our best of E3 nomination awards um, so. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. Chris. Shout out. Shout out to Borderlands and, and, and Doom for being some of the best first-person shooters at E3 2019. Um, also, uh, Katie at that time was able to uh, sit down with um, the amazing Tim Schafer and his team to talk about Psychonauts 2. She said she had a lot of fun um, on that little sit-down interview. Got to see, uh, see about 15, 20 minutes of gameplay of Psychonauts 2 as well. Um, which, you know, of course, she loved. She thought it was great. Um, then we had an appointment with Bandai Namco, bro. So we sat and we played. Um, I got to play probably about 15, 20 minutes worth. Um, I could have sat there and played it the whole time. Right. Uh, but uh, I got to sit down and play at Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, which is the RPG uh, action adventure RPG uh, built by Bandai Namco. And I'm telling you guys right now, it's going to be fucking amazing. Uh, Bandai Namco did such a good job with this game. We really loved what we played. Um, and I just, I'm shocked, dude. I really am. <laughs> I, I'm shocked. Like, you can fucking fish, okay? You can fish in the game. <laughs> um, but, like, as I flew through the world as uh, Kakarot, I was, uh, or Goku, um, you were given like multiple different ways of, you know, traversing. You could, like, run real fast, you can get on your Nimbus Cloud. Um, you can fly, you can go and do what you want, where you want. Now it is not fully open world. It is semi open world. Um, but it was really cool. Cause I could like, if I wanted to, I can go over and help someone find like their missing animal or, right, you know, right. their, uh, like take on certain animals in the, in the world and turn them into meat and use it, you know, cause this is an RPG game. So you have to use that style of uh the like in game mechanics um but then i was able to like fly over and fight rat fight raditz and have that epic battle between them i just have to say i think the game is going to be great and i do hope that they add new stuff into it like with the dragon ball super series and everything hmm. like that it would be because he does what i was fixing to say <laughs> he added those two cents in there uh no um from, from what we saw in that little clip in the little theater room that we sat in um, it, it looked it looked really fun. It looked really neat, uh, really cool. Um, the art style, of course, is is anime style, so it was um, it, it looked just as good as Dragon Ball Super and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, 
you know, my only thing is seeing the anime, you're going to play the game. Yeah. So, you know, you play the game, you see <laughs> the anime. About anime uh, we also uh, played Code Vein, which you really Yes, like. yes. Code Vein. I, I enjoyed the hell out of Code Vein. Um, it's a lot like Dark Souls, um, uh, uh, Secro, stuff like that. Um, it, it's, it's, it's tough. It's hard. It's kind of a mix between Dark Souls and Automata. Um, if you if you played Automata on the PS4, which 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 was another amazing game, mm-hmm. um, but Code Vein I really enjoyed and 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 it was it was it was tough, but it was fun. Um, also, we played. Um, oh, what else did we play, bro? Uh, we play. Um, I played the newest. Uh, what was it? Um, uh, Men of Milan. Um, it's yes. kind of a if if you've played Until Dawn, um, kind of like that. Uh, that decision on fast like on the go decision making kind of a survivor horror not necessarily a it's, it's not like a fighting game or anything like that um but i play i played the first episode of that it wasn't bad um maybe once you get more into it it'll 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 of course open up and widen and um we'll go from there yeah yeah we'll go from there then we played blessed is yeah, blessed. Blessed is a. Um, I think there was more to the name than just blessed, but I know it was blessed is the original. Was it? Was it? Was it blessed? Untold, blessed legend. I think it was blessed untold. It. I think that's what Please it was. Say. I'm sorry if we forgot. We had a lot of, shit, lot going of shit going on. But Bless was like, what was it? It was a free MMO coming to Xbox. Yes. Um, Exclusive. Hey. Yeah, it was. Uh, pfft, no, I'm just playing. You y'all. played a little bit more of it than I did. Well, no, we we, we sat there together and played it. Oh yeah. Well, I kind of jumped over there afterwards. That's right. Um, it was, you know, it, hack slash MMO. Um, we, we we played it uh, the first the first couple of scenes. Um, you know, you fought some orcs. You fought two boss battles. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked like it could be fun. Um, the, the the camera, in my opinion, was a little wonky. It was too um, close. It was like too it, close. See, that didn't to bother the character. me. The, the the thing that bothered me was the lock on system. You know. Yeah, because there wasn't really technically a exactly, lock on system. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But overall, I mean, it, it wasn't a bad game to play. Yeah, it was. Um, that's actually what I had told one of the developers. I was like, "Is there any way the camera could kind of scoot back a little bit?" And he was like, "Well, that's been brought up to us. But, exactly. You know, there's only so much you can work with in that space. So you don't want to end up bringing it back too much because if you bring it back too much, then you're going to see things you're not supposed to see. And, and it's it's still it's still in development, so they'll they'll, they'll make some changes here. Yeah, and it was running on Unreal Engine four as well, so it looked pretty pretty damn good. Um, well, we played Code Vein, we played uh, Man of Medin, uh, and then I think Katie actually got to sit down with Nino Kuni Remastered, uh, and um, Disney's Tsum Tsum Festival? Or yeah, kind of like a party. It's like a party game. Yeah, it's a party game. She said, you know, she was like, I think your daughter would really like that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, probably. So um, then after that, uh, after the Bandai Namco craziness, we got to check out Turtle Beach, uh, the Turtle Beach products. Um, which was fantastic. They talked about how their lineup was kind of like coming to an end um, with their headsets. Well, it's not necessarily to an end. It's they 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 sell three times more product in the next like ten ten companies behind them mm-hmm. together. So they're just it, they're, they're they're at that peak of greatness. Um, they're going to continue to be great. Of course, we know this. Um, but 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 their but their biggest thing at E three this year was the um, purchase and addition of rock cat mm-hmm. uh, which which is in the pc world of keyboards um 
they, they, they used to make headsets. Who knows if they make headsets anymore? <laughs> because Total Beach has got that locked uh-huh. up. Yeah. Um, but they make keyboards, mouses, mouse pads, stuff like that for the for the PC world. Yeah. Now Turtle Beach owns them, so Turtle Beach is now stepping more into the the equipment area of the PC to expand yeah. the Turtle Beach enterprise. So yeah. congrats to them. Their product is amazing. Go buy it. It's all you know how you know yeah. Turtle Beach. Come on, people. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, they are launching a new headset. Uh, Turtle Beach will showcase or, or is showcased their latest standout gaming headset, the Recon Spark, which is one of their new headsets that's launching uh, in a few months. Um, we actually got to see it; it looked pretty awesome. And they're what's great too is that since they've kind of pretty much launched the headsets that they plan on launching for the PS4 and the Xbox One, they're bringing out new color schemes for the for the uh, headphones as exactly, well. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, but like what Bolt said, what was really crazy is this uh, is this cane mouse done by Rockat. Uh, the mouse and the keyboard systems that they have look fucking fantastic. Dude, that, that was, keyboard that they showed us it was, was, it was unbelievable. It was good. Um, <clears throat> but... We really, really enjoyed what we saw, and of course, just because they're fucking amazing, they gave us some headsets to try out ourselves, um, and I'm loving mine so far. Now, the one that I do have, it is the the uh, the 300 series, uh, the Stealth 300. There is up to the 600 series out now, but I haven't had a Turtle Beach product in some time, and I have to say I'm thoroughly enjoying what I'm using right now. So um, definitely make sure to check out Rock Cat and the team uh, that is uh, coming out with some new products for Turtle Beach. Um, I don't know if they're going to just keep it, if it's going to be like called Rock Cat or if it's just going to be called I, Turtle No, Beach. I think it'll be I, I, they're, because, because Turtle Beach, of course, makes headsets. Yeah. That's what they make. They're venturing off into the PC world, but they're still going to keep the rock. They're keeping the rock cat industry, the names, the people who did it, um, develop the stuff because they don't know nothing about mouses and keyboards. Yeah, true. Exactly. So I, like, I, think they, I think they'll still keep it rock cat by Turtle Beach or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I checked out Call of Duty Mobile and it was fucking amazing. It was great. I loved every bit of it. Um, it was a uh, it was something super impressive. Um, the the overall visuals on the iPhone XS uh, uh, that we played on uh, was really awesome, and it was super easy to pick up. We were able to just literally, I didn't even question them. I looked at the control scheme. I already knew what I was doing because, you know, I've played mobile games like this before. So I was able to pick it up, start playing right off the bat, and had no issues of kind of like, well, where do I do this, 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 this. They, had an, they, they did have a really cool kind of training style to where you could do like automatic fire so if you like cross over if you get your crosshairs on somebody that's on the enemy team on the multiplayer mode you can actually have it set at automatic fire and it will just fire at them without you having to push a button Um, but they do have the manual mode which i liked way more um and i did pretty good i got mvp uh two games in a row baby college boy but I loved what we saw with that, man. I thought it was really great. They're bringing a new map to the Battle Royale or the Blackout mode for the mobile. And I did see the symbol for it. I don't know if they're going to fully announce it or not, but it looked like some zombies was coming up into the mobile version of Call of Duty as well. Well, there you go. So I am I am down, bro. Playing mobile zombies on the go, I'm. let's do it. It's not even a question. Um, so, of course, Katie got to check out uh, some fantastic Square Enix products. 
checked out uh, Final Fantasy, uh, one of the latest Final Fantasies, and she got to sit down with Final Fantasy VII, the remake. She said it was unbelievable. Uh, looked great, played great. Um, if you check out Cineleaks.com, you'll be able to see her full impressions of the game. Then the next day, 9 o'clock in the morning, me and my boy Bolt started it out right, got to sit down with Modern Warfare, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. The new M-Dub. Bro, Warfare has changed like crazy, has it not? It has. It absolutely has. Um, and it has changed for the better. Yes, I totally um, agree. And, and of course, you know, everybody is going to judge Call of Duty by the multiplayer. But I'll tell you right now, the way they have come in with the single-player campaign will change the way that you judge a Call of Duty game. I totally agree, bro. Um, the scene that we saw, it was uh, the 15, 20 minutes worth of gameplay that we saw. Um, it wasn't like any other Call of Duty I've ever seen before. It was a sneaking type of like special ops mission. Uh, at the beginning of the demo, we saw a van that was getting searched or whatever. There was a little bit of a standoff between some good guys and some bad guys. One of the bad guys got in the van, drove it down the road, and did a suicide bomb. Um, super crazy. But on this special ops mission to where they were trying to break into this terrorist group's uh, like headquarters, there was no music. There was no sound outside of people talking in that house. And it was fucking nuts, man. Like The visuals were super realistic. Um, as they traverse up the house, you know, you're, they're taking out people left and right. Headshot, 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 headshot. And you see a couple of scenes to where like, you know, I could see what they're talking about of this whole questioning your morality or whatever. You're having to take on women that are part of this terroristic group that are going for their guns and all this other stuff. Um, then there's one scene, they see a woman, they go to shoot her and she runs over to this crib and picks up a baby. She's like, no, 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 my baby, my baby. So they take her out of the room. But then right after that, there's this woman, she's like, no, please don't kill me, please. Wait, wait, wait. She goes to grab a trigger. They of course give her another headshot and come to find out <coughs> she was about to pull the trigger to another bomb they get some more information but captain price and his team are back i don't know if it's part of the sas or if it's going to be part of a different military group but the game looks crazy guys i mean it looks fucking nuts um it looks like it's going to really test the waters on um on what we've seen before in the call of duty franchise and, and, and that's the truth. Um, the, the, the gameplay we saw, it was... You, you you were there in the house with them with the night vision goggles on. Feeling, breathing, walking every step up the, up the stairs to each, and, to each and every enemy that you saw, you went to, you found. It's just, it was, it was intense and it, it was a good intense. It was. It really was. So then after that, me and my boy Bolts, we saw about 40 to 50 minutes worth of Cyberpunk 2077 gameplay. And bro, Bolts, I think this is going to be a big game in 2020, baby. I'm sure it will be. Yeah, like we we enjoyed our gameplay. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Uh, of course, there's uh, to kind of briefly talk about it because you can our full impressions of it. We definitely want you to head over to Cinelinks.com and check out our entire full impression lineup. But like with Cyberpunk 2077, you have a total customization setting to where you can make your character who you want and how you want. So. Um, uh, uh, like with Bolt, he's a big stealth fucking gamer. Like, I'm not about that. Like, in Assassin's Creed, he's stopped dude, like, fucking sneaking through trees and all this other shit, killing somebody and sneaking into a bush. I'm the type of guy, I'm, like, running there. I'm like, Leroy Jenkins, bitch! <laughs> God damn it, Leroy. <laughs> I, I just go, go in guns blazing. That's just how I am. 
but what's great about it is that these different classes they have in this game that they, that they showed us uh, really stand out between each other. So, like, they have a stealth class to where you can go in and you can fucking hack people. Um, use your... There's a cable that actually comes out of his hand that he can, like, hack into turrets, hack into other characters' arms and shit like right, that. Right, right. Um, there was even one scene where this dude was, like, boxing with a fucking robot, and he hacked into that robot and made the robot fucking, like, literally knock this dude's head off. Yeah. Which was nuts. Um, so, uh, but with my character that I want to play as the tank, um, is they had her set up as the, the female character in the game. She literally walked up to a door, extended her fucking like robot arms and ripped the fucking door wide open. Um, and then she was just, I mean, she was run and fucking gun, which I loved. Now, Bolts, did you like the different dy- dynamics between these characters? Oh, yeah. it's going to be, t- it'll feel because like two different games. It, it, it will. And it's, and it, it, it'll, it'll increase the playability and, and so on and so forth. CD Projekt Red, they do amazing work. The Witcher series is, is, is if not probably one of the top series of all time. And they just upped it. To another standard with Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, I totally this this, totally this, this this was the game I was looking for to see, to experience, to look at, to, to to breathe in. It's just it was it was everything that I thought it would be and more. Yeah, I, I really agree, man. So bolts. What you got to play Sniper Elite VR, um, and this seems to be a pretty unique experience uh, that. I would say I am excited about, but I'm more interested than anything. So, what did you think about the the VR experience? This is the first time you ever played a VR game, right? Well, considering that you just took what I was going to say, I oh. don't have anything else to say. Rewind real quick. So, Bolts, what did you think about the experience? Well, considering you've already said, <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, this was my very, very, very first VR um, experience. It was done on the PlayStation Four. Um, so I had this little nifty little gun I got to hold as a sniper rifle. Um, like I said, my first VR experience, um, it was it was fun. It reminds you exactly of what a sniper elite game is. Um, you go around, you're sniping folks, you're shooting folks. Um, it does the, uh, the the slow motion kill cam just like before. Uh, you follow the bullet, it penetrates the skull, the ribs, the lung, the testes, the foot, the knee, wherever <laughs> the hell you're shooting at. Um, but it's, it's, um, it's, it's what you would expect from a sniper elite game. Um, what was kind of cool. They had two different control modes where you had like a free roam mode where you can, you can move the analog and move like you were in a regular game. Or they had this other option, which was a one step. You just move the analog into that direction and the screen would move over. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it's that, that, that right there is more, more for people who aren't used to a VR simulation. Um, but you know, I got in there. Um, I put the put the, put the little visor on. Ready Player One going on over here. <laughs> um, and it was it was it was fun overall. It was fun. I mean, there 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 wasn't anything, you know, that was like really blown out of the water. But it's it it was it was well done made as I could see, and it was good. Well, let me ask this. So you were talking about like the overall control scheme and stuff like that, and you used the uh, used the PlayStation VR gun. I, I believe that's um, what it is. It's connected a, to it. Yeah, it's it's a Sony product. Yeah. Um, it's pretty crappy, but 
Um, I did what I could with what I was used. Well, I had this with that gun. With you holding that gun, did it make you feel? A little bit more like, Tune, into the character. Yeah, too. I mean, well, absolutely. Because I mean, you're. I, I was sitting on the stool. I mean, you could stand up or whatever, yeah. whatever you want to fucking yeah. do. Um, I was sitting on a stool. I had my little my little Ready Player One visor on. I was doing my thing. Um, you know, you you, you hold the gun up. Um, and you can see through the scope. You th- you can move your head to the left or to the right and mm-hmm. look around the gun wherever you're doing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, you you immerse yourself into it more with the gun in hand. Yeah. Absolutely. So you think it would be better to play? Do you possibly? Which you, I know you didn't see it on um, on Oculus or PC. Um. But do you think it would possibly be uh, be a little bit more? Of a better experience playing it on PlayStation Four than on PC, since you have that ability of using I, I would, that gun I would control. think so because I mean, if if you're gonna, yeah, because you know, absolutely, yeah. it would just it just would. Yeah. Um. So, was there anything in the demo that kind of stuck out for you? I know that you and me have always thought the Sniper Elite games are like crazy, over the top fun. That's one thing that we actually love about Zombie Army, like Zombie Army Four, is it's in that same universe. Um, of being able to like you know snipe someone and have their brain explode or whatever. But was there something about the VR experience that kind of stood out more than a normal Sniper Elite game? I will say this: um, using the using the VR, the gun, the goggles, and all that wonderful, expensive equipment uh, made by Sony. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was able to switch and move between enemies about ten times quicker. Really? Yes. Wow. Going, going from because I mean you, you, you got your gun. It's first person shooter, of uh-huh. course. You got your gun. You got your screen. You're moving around. You're looking. You got enemies flying all over the place. I mean, it's it's you know pop up, look through the scope, look down, pop up, look through the scope. It's it was. Yeah, true. Because yep. on Sniper Elite, you're in a third person. Exactly. So you have to go from but, but running in third person exactly. to first person. But but I will sniper. say this: anything from a, even a first person shooter. Going from enemy to enemy was 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 so much quicker. Wow. Well, I mean that's pretty impressive, bro. Makes me excited for the game. Um, so uh, you know, but you you really enjoyed your experience. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, well, that's awesome, dude. I'm I'm really really glad to hear that actually because um, I always have my reserves of, about VR. Like you know, which rebellion. Um, I think Rebellion's always been really good with supporting VR as much as they could, but um, it it looks uh, I, I, they haven't actually showed full f- like B-roll full gameplay. frontal nudity. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't showed actual full B-roll of the game, but the video that they did release, it's kind of like you know they show the the guy playing with the VR headset, and then the screen is kind of like blurred a little bit. So you kind of get a sense of like what's going on or whatever, but I'm excited for that, man. That looks that looks pretty fun. Now, now, front, 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 front. That looks front, front, front. So now we're gonna talk about Zombie Army Four. So Zombie Army Four was, man, was it fucking crazy? Coming from somebody that is a Sniper Elite fan, uh, that loved everything about Sniper Elite Three, and also. Um, the game Strange Brigades, which was brought to you by Rebellion as well. Zombie Army looks fantastic. And it has, uh, you know... <sighs> Did anybody else notice that his voice got louder in like 30 seconds? He was like, Zombie Apocalypse 47. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, so um, 
It was fantastic. We played in M- Milan, um, and uh, I think it was the level. Um, so we originally we had four people. Uh, it was me, Bolts, and two other guys um, that were part of the media. Um, and I think I chose Carl. Um, I don't know who Bolts chose. Boris. 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 Um, the bald guy. Yeah, of course. Um, but what was really cool I, I is that Russian. You can, so yeah. you can like customize your character's look you, you, and everything. You, yeah, yeah, everything from the from your from your body to your weapons, everything. Yeah, um, it looked really really great. So you start out and you're in like a train station. You can go to like different boxes and get your mines and get other stuff. Um, and you guys should be seeing some B-roll um, uh, from the alpha bit of the gameplay. We did originally, uh, we were capturing gameplay, but the entire South Hall lost power um, right when we were in the middle of our gameplay capture with four-player co-op. So eventually, we had to move it to where it was just me and Bolts playing. Um, but overall, it was fantastic. Now, Bolts. Now, Caleb. What do you want to talk about with this game? What did you love about Zombie Army Four? Um, just uh, I know I know this is gonna sound really. I mean, it was it, w- it was it was a four player co op zombie horde coming after you, you know, nonstop. Um, it, you know, it was just it was it was a fun game, and that's what I liked about it most. It was a fun game. You know, it wasn't nothing too difficult. You know, survive the zombie ambush, so mm-hmm. survive the apocalypse, whatever you want to say. Yeah. You know, you go in, you, you you pick your character, you pick your weapons, anywhere from a S, you know, from a, from a assault rifle to a shotgun to a sniper rifle to whatever you wanted. You could was have there MP. M, was there? What? No, there wasn't an MP in there. No, but you know, you could you could choose a, a melee weapon from shock fist to a machete. Bro, um, that shock fist was sick. Right, man. you know, oh, you could, you awesome. could use the environment to blow up stuff. It was just overall a whole lot of shit ton of fun. Mm-hmm. It was, and each character had their own special, like special attack. Um, so, like with the sniper, what was it, Bolt? It was like a, uh, it was like a super focus that you had. Right, to right. Where you could like blow some zombie in half. That's it. Um, and it was just so cool, man. I mean, it was so, so much fun. It, it really was. And it, it kind of, um, man, it kind of made me feel like, uh, it kind of made me feel like a douche for not really getting into the Zombie Army um, series as much as I used to be. I don't think I played Zombie Army 3 at all. My son plays them. Do, does he? Yep. Well, he's really going to like this one. So, um, but the levels were gigantic. Um, and as what we were saying, um, it's going, it's set to release in early 2020. Um, but it has, um, it has two to four player online co-op, which is just unbelievable. And with that, when you have those special abilities, it just makes your, your gameplay that much more fantastic. So like me and Bolts, you had Boris. Is that what you said? Yes. Right? You had Boris, and with Boris, he has like a sniper rifle, um, yeah. and you were able to do your little special to where you were able to like, you know, blow something up. Right, right. But you could also you could use that you could use that special and stuff like that for uh-huh. like with the shotgun too. It just slows that it slows everything down. Yeah, and each one of them, I think you actually have more than just one special as well. Um, you have like a, a That's lock where you system. killed me, fucker. Oh man, yeah. So like there was uh, an area that we got to that there was a trap set up. 
um, with this fan, uh, or with a fan, with a propeller of a of the front part of a plane. So I was like going around. I'm like I'm I'm Carl, and I have a sniper rifle and like a shotgun. I'm running low on ammo. There was a shit ton of zombies coming up, and uh, one of the devs came up behind me and was like, "Hey." You know, that's a trap that can actually help y'all. And I was like, oh, okay. And she was still trying to explain it to me. And like right before she even had a chance to tell me what was going on, I shot the activation panel on there and bolts got sucked into the fucking propeller. He got destroyed. It was so fucking hilarious. So I was man. like, what the hell? <laughs> but I then right afterwards, I'm laughing. I was like, oh no, I killed you. And I came walking up in front of the propeller and I got pulled in and got killed. So, um, but there's all these different traps. There's areas that you can activate panels for like electric shock um, on the, the floors to kill a bunch of zombies. You have special types of, uh, of grenades. You have shock grenades. You have, you know, gas grenades. You have, uh, uh, you also have uh, Incinerary. mines, incineraries. Yep. Um, so, Overall, the game is fantastic. It's perfect. I think it's a perfect game for anyone that does streaming, that does really loves sit down like online couch co-op. Um, this is something that I feel that me, Bolts, and even possibly his son are all going to play together. Absolutely. Um, it really was a great, great experience. One thing that was actually kind of shocking to me too was the fucking graphics were unbelievable. It was really, it was, re it looked really, really pretty. It looked really good. All like, the, all the love blood and yeah. brain splatter. It's yeah, glorious. Dude. And like, even the times that like you're, you're planting a, you're planting a mine. There was like the pentagram that like popped up while you were yeah. planting it and loading it into the ground. Um, there was the the abilities too. Like uh, I, I liked one of the abilities with uh, I, I can't pronounce her name probably. Was it Shola? This sounds um, right. She she had the ability of like the the machete. Yeah. Um, and dude, she fucking you could chop some people up with her too. But um, I really like Carl, which Carl um, he he did an awesome awesome little shit of the the special ability of the sniper rifle of being able to like extra focus in there was one time that i did an extra focus and after the little cutscene that popped through of like the zoomed in um shot the bullet still kept going and shot through another two zombies which was fucking awesome but um i don't know really how else to explain how amazing this game is going to be um <coughs> We didn't get extremely long into the demo as, as, as much as we wanted to because, as I said, entire South Hall lost power, so we ended up having to like reboot all the systems and all that. But um, I know that they did tell me at the end of the mission there was a flame trooper uh, that was like a zombie that was completely charred and he had like a flamethrower on top of him. Um, I don't know if it's in the B-roll that you're seeing or not, but... It looked fantastic, and um, the just the gameplay was great. It was super smooth, um, and we really enjoyed with what Rebellion is doing with this series. They're not just making it. They're not just making it the same old same. It seems like everything is way more intuitive. It's way more fast paced, uh, and it's even more fun than what it's been before in the past. So, Bolts, you have anything else to add? Um, I really don't. Um, besides the fact that it was, it was like I said, it's very enjoyable. It's very fun. Um, I could, I could, I could play it for quite some time. I really yeah. could. Yeah, and that's like with Strange Brigade. 
Um, I I constantly played that game um, online, especially. It's really really fun to play with uh, with people um, online that are all about um, horde style games, and that's what this is. You can jump onto mini guns. You can jump and like set up traps beforehand um, to to help your team out. Um, and the end goal is just to fucking have fun. That's what I love about Rebellion. Rebellion. Any game that they either produce or publish or whatever, they are all about the games being fun and kind of getting back to the roots of what games is all about is, you know, just having fun with your friends. And and that's what this is, man. This is actually what I have wanted from, <coughs> from a Call of Duty zombie game for some time. Um, uh, the, the zombie games I think that Call of Duty does are, are great. But with Modern Warfare coming out this year, October 25th, and it not having a zombie game, a lot of people are going to kind of want something to fill that void. And I think when this comes out early 2020, this is going to fill that void for zombie players. So definitely make sure to check it out. Um, big shout out to Rebellion for letting us check this game out. Definitely check out the games that they, they showcased at E3. It was not just Sniper Elite VR or um, Zombie Army 4. It was the return of the Evil Genius series. Evil Genius 2 is coming uh, out soon, and you should head over to Cinelinks and check out our amazing Katie Cake Bites article over this game and why we chose this game to be one of the best E3 games this year. It got the best E3 nomination award, um, and uh, you definitely need to head over to Cinelinks and check out our thoughts and impressions over all the games that we got to check out this year. Now I want to talk about uh, this crazy game that we really, really enjoyed, and that was Obsidian's The Outer Worlds. So we got to sit down and watch about 25 minutes of gameplay, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to tell you guys right now, it was something really special that kind of hit me on the feels. I don't know about you, Bolts, but uh, it felt so good watching this gameplay. And it really, uh, it felt new, but it felt like something we've seen before from Obsidian, which was which is a good thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it was... You know, it was, business card is slipping my shoe out of there. <laughs> um, it was it was it was great to look at. It was great to watch. It was great to, to, to get you know the first hands on the first not hands on but the the first visuals and what this game is expected to be. Um, Obsidian is is amazing. Um, they you know the, the the creators of this of course created you know created the first Fallout, the first and the second Fallout. Mm -hmm. And well, they they created that, but they also they did well. They did New Vegas. Oh, that's all fine and yeah. dandy, but New Which Vegas. Which New Vegas was huge. Anyways, back to what I was saying. Jesus Christ! I was rudely interrupted. Oh, I hate you so much. <laughs> um, yes, New Vegas was New Vegas. It was great. It was wonderful. Everybody loved it. Blah blah blah. But it goes, but you know, but it, the, the people, I mean, the people that created the original Fallout came back and was like, boom, you know. Yeah. Um, not created, wrote, whatever you want to say it, but it just. It's Outer Worlds is is it, it looked it looked tremendous, man. It really was. It was colorful, it was vibrant, um, it was smooth gameplay. It had the uh, the beautiful, you know, the, the wonderful decision making of the conversations, um, and it just it reminded you of a Fallout game, absolutely, um, with it with a big, beautiful, big, beautiful sci-fi out, you know, Outer World 
<laughs> yeah, feel, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Um, well, the demo that we saw took place in Fallbrook, um, which is an area that you can check out. But you also had your companion Ellie there with you, and you also had another companion as well. Um, so in the description uh, that we were given in a in a press release, it does say lost in transit while on a colonist ship bound for the future edge of the furthest edge of the galaxy you awake decades later than what you expected to find yourself in the midst of a deep conspiracy th uh, threatening to destroy the entire colony which uh sounds pretty cool uh but you know the great thing and the coolest thing about this is like it was a total mixture of some of our favorite games like it has this bioshock feel to it it's like bioshock plus fallout in space you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and it just dude the overall art style looked fantastic the gameplay was super smooth um and one of the best things that i really enjoyed about the gameplay that we saw was the decision making um that you could do in the game so you have uh skill points that you can use that can unlock uh stuff like charm or an intimidation or lying or you know whatever else um and that's one of the great things about previous fallout titles that you have the ability of doing tons of different choices or even a game like bolts uh that bolts really loved was like the mass effect series you like as you play through the game uh and you develop your character you can have certain traits that um like you know you could be a bigger asshole and like if you were an asshole and your traits were high enough then that would always work out in your favor more so it seems like this is going to kind of have the same exact thing and i don't know about you bolts but the visuals of like the facial animations and everything looked fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was overly, I mean, I was over, I was, I was impressed. Um, you know, and and as much as the people don't like me to hear it and say it and you know so on and so forth, sorry to say, y'all, but this is what Fallout seventy six should have been. Yeah, it was, it was, it was awesome. And I don't care what anybody says. Also, <laughs> this is this is kind of a nut shot to 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 the to the company that created Fallout seventy six. Because this is what the fans wanted. This is what the consumers, the gamers wanted. So. Well, you know I, my I, feelings on yeah, that, yeah. bro. <laughs> like, I think Bethesda's doing a great thing with, with Fallout 76. I think they're they're coming back with the NPCs or whatever else. But I will say, shout out to Obsidian, because Obsidian did say that they, they didn't want to make this as like a shout or a shot. I don't know why I said shout, but a shot at Bethesda. It shout, was more or less shout, they wanted to make let it all out. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to make a game, a, a role playing action adventure game on their own. And um, this is like a culmination of years and years and years and years of of uh, them working on other titles of saying, listen, we could try to make our own and I think we could do a really good job with it. So that's why I'm really excited for this game because it seems like something fresh and new, something that we haven't really seen yet, but we still have kind of like the, the feels, still has the feels of like the previous games right. uh, that we've played before. Now, one thing too is outside of the gameplay just being, you know, really fantastic looking, um, one thing too, it did have that comedic side to it as well. You know, you could be an asshole, you could kill people left and right or whatever. But, um, when you walk into a certain part of the, the, uh, town, you find 
first off, what was cool is that when you and your companions walk into a certain part of the town, you're able to cloak you and your companions to look like regular workers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that was awesome. And there's certain bots in this area that can that you can talk to or intimidate or whatever else. Um, but you end up walking into a basically a meat factory, and in these meat factories were borts is that what is that what yeah, they were called I, I think that, that's the that's the best way to pronounce it i believe yeah. <laughs> it was like borts um and they do or borsts or whatever and with these borsts they have like they have tumors they grow tumors all over their body that are like bacon flavored tumors um and you can you know you can whatever they said the the company will they'll dice them up, make them into stuff, or they'll make them into borstwurst, which are supposedly some of the most disgusting right. things that they can make. But it was just crazy, bro. Like the way that the developers were explaining the game and the fact that you can actually go in there and, you know, take the stuff and use it for yourself or sell it or whatever else. It's just awesome, dude. It's, it's straight up action RPG, um, action RPG gameplay that we know and that we love. Um, and of course, you know, the game can be played in co-op too, correct? I believe I, I believe so, yes. Um, of course, this is going to be a great game to hopefully be able to play with your friends. One thing I did see in the action, um, whenever they were taking on certain enemies, there was like a slowdown effect mm -hmm. as well. So with that, I don't know about you, Bolts. Like, I really like that. Do you like that addition to where it's like a kind of a little bit of a focus mode? Do you think? Oh that's yeah, a absolutely. No, no, no. I think it's fine because because it, it gives you a moment to gather yourself, collect yourself. You know, you got a you got an enemy on a long distance shot that you're trying to pinpoint. So yeah, no, I don't mind that at all. Yeah. Um, also, you can get different things throughout the throughout the game. You can get your perk points. You can get different flaws as well. Um, that will help you in the game uh, to make certain decisions or do certain things that you want. Um, but what's great about it is that it is exactly what we have wanted from Obsidian, uh, Obsidian for some time. It is a it is a full-on action RPG game. Now, Bolts, was there anything that you saw in the gameplay uh, that you didn't really like? Honestly, no, I didn't. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm a big, a big fan of... Um, of, of the style of mm. this big open RPG, you know, decision making. Um, I, I I rather enjoyed everything that I saw. I really did. I, I By the way, I just remember those things were called cyst pigs. Cyst pigs. Cyst pigs. Okay. Yeah, they're they're the the food and stuff they're made into is is borst. Okay. But they're called cyst pigs. That's right. Because I remember whenever they showed them on there, I was like, "What is that?" And he was like. These are cis pigs. They grow tumors that are flavored like bacon. Um, but yeah, it was cis pigs. And the dude that ran it, his name was Clive Lumberg, which made me laugh because of Office Space. There you the go. The dude on there, there was named Lumberg, so, um, which he was a total creep, the dude that you were going to take on. But what's cool, and I, and I hate, I'm sorry I, uh, for interrupting, but no, like, you're what, good. One's, one cool thing is that... Um, from this interaction that you have with like Clive, um, I'm looking at some screens right here. Um, you actually, what's cool about it is that you can, you were sent in to kill Clive. You were sent in to kill Clive by a certain person. Um, and you have the option at this point in time, at the end of this mission to actually either join Clive 
mm-hmm. then kill the person that sent you to kill Clive. Right. Kill Clive or try to make them work together, which nobody's really done before. Like exactly. trying to bring them together and make the make the colony a, a, a happier place. Right, right, right. Um, which I thought was fucking awesome, bro. That shows you that this game is is not only like a fallout game, but it's also like it is a full on like player player choice title. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, there's going to be a ton of different endings. There's going to be all different types of decisions and choices. It's so many playthroughs. Play, yeah. Playability will be extremely yes. high with this. Now, I will say, I heard some people online, and, and I got to say this. It's been sitting with me since I heard it. I heard some people online saying, like, they didn't like the way that some of the characters, like, I guess were wording stuff. Like, they would have certain... They would have certain phrases that they would say and i guess the character didn't react the way that they wanted them to react um like emotionally right and i saw one dude online was like i saw this and i mean it really makes me not want to even buy the game which made no fucking excuse to mm-hmm. uh, like i'm mean, excuse it made no sense to me at all um but i mean bolts like you even know like this this game is going to be good and it's going to have things that it needs exactly. to work on or whatever well, but i mean absolutely and and when they release it if everything is not perfect no game out there when it's released is perfect nowadays there's so much that so so they try to fit in these games it's not going to yeah. be perfect when it first releases when they release it if something they see something off you know maybe something about the uh, the voice and the captions maybe it's off with the lips or something like that They'll send an update, version 1.7.7. Yeah. You know, some yeah. shit like that. <laughs> I love how specific <laughs> you were with that. Um, but, yeah, I agree, man. And, I mean, there's some crazy-ass weapons and shit in this oh, game. Oh, yeah, man. Like, there's uh, there's one weapon that's like a shrink ray um, to where it, like, it, it, like you're, you're in the middle of a huge battle with some giant um, character. It shrinks them down to nothing. Um, there's all different types of weapons that you're going to be able to use. And by the way, the thing I was talking about earlier was called tactical time dilation, I guess, mm-hmm. um, which is, uh, it gives you that, that sensibility of like, kind of like a matrix feel to it, to where you you're go. able to like slow things down and like focus on things. Um, which looks just so fucking sick, bro. It looks so cool. Um, and as you go along, you know, depending like what we were talking about earlier, you do have that feel of a Bioshock style game as well. Cause depending on your reputation and depending on the way you, you treat people in the game, um, you can have a completely different outcome, yes. which is just fucking nuts to me. So, um, bolts, do you have anything else that you want to talk about with the outer worlds, uh, before we end this little bit? Um, I really don't. I just, I, it was, it was, it was spectacular to see. It, really it was, was spectacular to see. Um, it was overall, it was a great presentation. I want to give a big shout out to Obsidian for letting us sit down and check out this gameplay. Um, we try to go as detailed as we can uh, with the overall gameplay and stuff. We, we loved what we saw. We think it's going to be a fantastic game, and we can't wait for you guys uh, to, to check this game out whenever it comes out later on. Uh, was it this year? Uh, yes, in about four months. Yeah. So yeah, bro. Like the outer worlds is just gonna be fucking amazing. It will be like, absolutely. And I'm ready to try some of that bacon, that tumor bacon. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but then uh, you know we also, bro, like total, just I mean made the trip for me uh, and you as well. We got to uh, check out. 
Techlands Dying Light 2. Bro, 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 bro. <laughs> bro. Uh, coming from somebody that is, is super in love with the, the game, what did you think about what we saw? Um, Like I said, E3 was my was my Cyberpunk 2077. Um, we saw gameplay of Dying Light 2. That is my game of E3. Hands so, down. Wait, 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 wait. So what you're saying is originally, whenever we were going, E3 was all about Cyberpunk. That's what I just said. Okay. Well, I'm just, I just I was just confused said. by the way you worded it. So, um, but that's the truth. Like whenever we were going to E3, Bolts was like, I, "I'm just ready to see Cyberpunk. I'm ready to see Cyberpunk." And which we loved what we saw. From don't Cyberpunk. get don't get shit twisted. Cyberpunk 27 in my in my, in my mind will, could hands down and possibly be game of the year whenever it, whenever it releases. Yeah. Um, but Dying Light Two was everything <sighs> that I want. In a video game, it was you, so good. You, you you have decision making, you have you have zombies, you have humans, you have an ever changing world, you have a you have an affected hero that you are playing as Aiden Caldwell. You have zombies who over fifteen years since the last time you've played the Dying Light, fifteen years the humans have evolved, the zombies so have they. the zombies have evolved. You know, decisions you make can alter the world around you. There's so many freaking amazing things that i'm super excited about and i cannot wait cannot wait until i play this fucking and game. the gameplay that we saw was just unbelievable because not only did it look beautiful but they had the world's the what was it he was the number one dying light player in the entire world yeah um and that dude could fucking play some dying light bro the parkour system he used it like unbelievably um and what's crazy is that this is i mean it's by the time the game releases in 2020, it's going to be five years since the last title. So I don't know, bro. You you got some you got some dealing to to do because you're talking about how Cyberpunk's going to be game of the year in 2020, but this shit's coming out in 2020 as well. I I just think Dying Light is it's 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 a game. It's a survival horror. Most people have got it. I've played it and stuff like that. I got you. I got you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, Cyberpunk, you're saying Cyberpunk stands out as something. It's new gonna and fresh. stand out something. Yeah. It's gonna stand out yeah. something serious. Which, mind you, both of these games we gave best of E3 nomination awards. Dane Skippy, we did. Um, and Dying Light, um, is is bro, Dying Light is gonna be fucking fantastic. It, it really is. Um, and don't forget about Dying Light 2 being player co-op. Yes, it's going to be fucking co-op. You're going to be able to play the game full co-op. Face here. Um, we cannot wait to play it because <laughs> my daughter's going to laugh like a crazy person. Um, what was really crazy is that one of the dev team actually let the name of one of the new zombies slip and I cannot remember it to save my life. Nope, me neither. Um, but what happens at one point in the demo that we saw, um, Aiden actually decides to turn on, uh, turn on the water pump system in this one area of the of the city. So when he did that, it actually revealed an entire new area to traverse, and it it, it revealed a new zombie, which was like had fucking fish scales and all this other shit. Which man, it looks so crazy, bro. But the gameplay was so smooth. Um, was unbelievable as well. There was one time, as you could see in the concept art that they've showcased, and even I guess the the case art that they've shown, um, Aiden is running and uh, he's he's chasing down a van uh, to to get to these guys that shot one of his friends. 
He jumps from one building to another, is running through a room, and there's a zombie in front of him. He kicks the zombie through the window and jumps and grabs the zombie and uses him as like a cushion yeah. when he falls and hits the ground. So crazy, man. Just those little small add-ins right there are just nuts, man. And and the, the dev team confirmed that they do plan on supporting this game for years. Um, so that means more DLC, story-driven DLC, and maybe even what they did before, uh, a, a new edition of like a multiplayer mode as well. So I'm, I'm down, bro. I am so, so down to play this game, and I cannot wait till you guys get to check out the awesome gameplay that they showed us. Um, then we got to see Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, which was fantastic. The game has been built from the ground up. Uh, new combat system. They have damage fucking points, bro. Like, damage points on your enemies. Like, all the, the worlds that you go to. Every game that they are showing in this is not... It's not a remaster of the original lego games this is a literally every game that is in this collection was built from the ground up uh and is a brand new experience so i'm really excited to play this they showed off a lot of gameplay to us in our little 20 minute session that we got to sit down and watch um it was so crazy it it, it was real um real world uh oh my god what am i i'm blanking on right now all the worlds and uh, the the overall gameplay was set in like real actual worlds, but you had your Lego shit as well. Right. So like your Lego characters, like the animals that you rode on, collected dust. The combat system was completely rebuilt, and and it is an actual combat system instead of a beat 'em up system. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Instead of just the same moves over and over and over again. Um, every character has their own play styles. Um, and I'm just so ready for this game. Um, it is going to be something that, that is going to be quite fun. So then we got to go to the Nintendo booth, and uh, we were there for about an hour checking out the wonderful games that they showcased. I played Luigi's Mansion 3, which Bolts was coaching me through it the entire time. <laughs> he was like, bro, go to the left. Look, there's a fucking secret right there. Um, visually, Luigi's Mansion looks great, bro. Yeah, it does. Um, it looks really, really good. You also have Gooigi, which is a new add-on to Luigi. Um, he's a uh, if you push like the right analog stick or click it, you can actually make Gooigi come out, and he can like go through metal bars like uh, the the Liquid Terminator or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, Liquidator. It's gonna be cool, man. It's gonna be really, really cool. The gameplay overall was. Uh, was pretty fun. It was a little hard for me to get used to at first because I'm not that type of... Um, I think the one thing that, that took me the longest to get used to was the directional pad or the uh, the the way that you can direct your vacuum. Right, right. Um, with your right analog stick. Like, it seems like it... I don't know, man. Like, it's not very... It's not extremely responsive. Let's say that. So, like, if you need to go to the left, like, you have to literally, like, spin it to the left instead of just turning to the left. Um, so, that was a little weird for me. Then I played uh, I played um, Zelda uh, Link's Awakening and on Nintendo Switch. And, bro, breath-fucking-taking. It was nice. It, it was, was really nice. It was super nice. Really, really beautiful. Really cute kind of gameplay um, graphics. 
Um, everything about it was just unbelievable. It, it's what, if you're a Zelda fan, it is what you have wanted for some time outside of Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild was amazing. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> Bolts, um, what did you get to play? I didn't play anything. I watched y'all play. Didn't you play? Uh, no. Oh, we played Marvel, Marvel Ultimate Alliance yeah. for like five minutes. Yeah. yeah, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Katie got to play Pokemon Sword and Shield. You can find the full impressions of that over on Cinelinks.com. Uh, and we eventually we are going to get Katie on here um, to just you know talk about our podcast and stuff like that. But we had to get this podcast knocked out. The day, uh, the last day there, Katie checked out a ton of different games. She checked out Dragon Quest Builder 2. She also was able to check out Trine 4. Bear with me, Lost Worlds Beyond the Page. Um, she was also able to check out Ubisoft's Watch Dogs Legion, which she said was fantastic. She said they've really improved upon the series. Uh, they did a lot of great things with the game as well. Um, so I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm excited to, to see what this game is going to bring because even though the game was good, uh, even though the game was good, Watch Dogs 2 was still kind of a letdown for me. I don't know why. So. <laughs> Just saying. But anyways, guys, this has been the Second Opinion Podcast, episode 266. We just kind of wanted to talk about our experience at E3 uh, and tell you guys that next week we will be back in full swing with the regular scheduled news and shit talking. Um, we're trying to, I'm kind of trying to evolve the podcast as much as possible and not really be the same old, same old. So there may be some changes. You're going to get the same old, same old bolts because everybody loves the same old, same old bolts. No, that's fine. Because bolts is the fucking shit. And he doesn't give a shit. Anyway, so that's I what love she you guys. said. <laughs> Love you guys. Thank you so much for checking us out. Uh, and please make sure to head over to Cinelink.com and check out our full, full impressions of E3 2019. Talk to you soon. Peace out. Peace.